What a crazy week it's been. I'm so excited to be with you. I feel like it's been forever. Where have you been? Where have I been? Oh my goodness, don't get me started. Today's episode is going to be really fun. We are going to talk about how to give and receive critique with confidence. There was a lot of... <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just noticing how much I'm taking deep breaths on this podcast. Like, because, man, I'm running out of oxygen over here. Um, yeah. Anyways, yes, let's go ahead and get started. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love that that jam. That song always makes me feel like, oh man, this is great. I still can't believe that I'm making this podcast. And it's for you all. And I hope by now you're at least uh, practicing writing or maybe thinking about it more, putting it at the forefront of your mind. Maybe you're watching movies or reading books and you're kind of like, oh, hey, I'm starting to notice these things. Started to notice maybe the hero's journey. You start uh, figuring out character development and motivation Last week, we talked about The Last of Us, which is a really fun game and an amazing story. I had my co-host Joseph Ramirez here. This week, I have had just a... You know what? Let me just dive in here. I had such a crazy month so far, and I think it's. I think we're good. I think we're, we're on the up and up now, but let's see. It was Bad Citizen... So uh, it was my play being premiered, and uh, and that was really fun. I got to answer some questions. Got to be interviewed by uh, amazing host Wayne Harrell. And let's see, the next thing that happened, I was working on working with Devin Roberts, his creator for New Play Exchange. I'm gonna uh, hopefully get him on the podcast too, so we could talk about some stuff regarding story and selecting plays to get some work on that was that was a great experience because now i'm as i start writing more and i'm being grilled on the choices that i've made as a writer and in the scenes now you get to do it to the other playwrights and it's so sweet no 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 you don't want to you don't want to give them what what other people are critiquing and, and giving feedback to you you want to be able to do it with some tact, with some respect, and with some some uh, a, a genuine curiosity and a way to really help the playwright. As as I'm going through these, going through this experience, first and foremost, I, I'm totally <laughs> in in a sense of like, oh my god, I I've this is how I've been treating other playwrights in the past. I'm such a jerk. But now that I am on the other side, I've crossed the line, uh, the playwriting line, I'm writing more, now I get to understand where they're coming from. I, now I get to understand feedback on a different level. And I, when we talked about feedback before, maybe just briefly, mainly we talked about how I'm so sensitive that I can't really handle feedback. And that's still true. That happens. I'm a little baby. But now... As you begin your experience as a writer and you're starting to work for other people, and especially working as a head writer, I've had that experience now under my belt. That's right, guys. I'm telling you, it's everything's happening so fast. But the, one of the things that I was going, as I was going through that experience, 
I just noticed in myself the feedback I was getting and my confidence during receiving the feedback. So I thought this would be a really good podcast to bring to you to talk to you about how to deliver feedback to other playwrights and then how to uh, receive feedback by other artists, whether it be the actors or or maybe even other playwrights who who have read your work and are like, hey, this is what I'm seeing here. Um, yeah, so we're going to do that. It's going to be a fun little episode. Not, not a lot of pressure. So let's begin. First off, first and foremost, I think I've said that a couple times, first and foremost, it's late over here. I'm getting tired. I'm burning the candle at both ends. I would say, if you are reading somebody else's work and you're you're they're asking for your opinions rule number 1 i think you need to be radically honest you need to be exact, like radically honest now i'm going to show you how to have more of a conscious way of of communicating that honesty but <laughs> we're just, we're going to draw a line in the sand right now do not placate you you're if you want to serve your friends, your colleagues, your artistic family, you got to tell them, you got to be truthful. You got to be honest with them. And you can say like, hey, I like these elements, but I don't like this, this part. And that's something that was happening to me when I was in the uh, new play exchange, is talking to the playwright. And it felt so good. One, it felt so good to be coming up straight forward to him saying, first and foremost, (laughs) there we go. How many times can I say this? Let's make this into a drinking game today. But first and foremost, I respect you as a playwright. I respect your story. Now, I'm going to say this. These two scenes, this was an example. This is an example I'm giving you. These two scenes, I do not like. I I do not see the impact that it's making. In fact, it's kind of making the whole play more um, convoluted, and I think they need to be eliminated. I said that. I, I can't believe I said that. At, at the moment, I was like, whoa, that's, that's pretty direct. But he responded back very positively and was like, thank you so much. I was actually wondering about this, about these two scenes and I was wondering, what's the impression that I'm giving off? And so him as a playwright, was he was able to take that feedback in because he already had some questions about it. And what I'm trying to say is that by being radically honest and coming in with an intention of like serving, I want to, I'm here to help serve you, you'll be able to have a better conversation. You'll be able to discuss the story, the the importance of what you're of what the person is trying to say, rather than trying to just like, oh, I think it's great. I think you're doing awesome. Well done, man. Keep it up, because as in the end, it's not going to help the playwright, and it's certainly not going to help that script. The next thing I want to bring up is ask questions. I think in my experience, going going through that that workshop really when it was time for feedback i i would start each thing with a question like 
what was your intention for creating this scene? Or I'm curious about this moment. Could you tell me more about what you'd want to see or maybe how you'd want the audience to respond? Those are great questions. And and when you're paying when you're reading somebody else's script, feel free to take notes besides if you don't if something's not clear um or maybe there's some there's a a logic problem in the play or in this in whatever you're reading or giving feedback on, you know, make these notes because because it's it's going to help you be a better playwright because when you're when you're creating or when you're writing anything when you're writing anything by kind of uh, by judging other people's work no but by actually helping people out you can start embodying those those things in your life making sure that you're not making those same mistakes as you move forward in your work so the i had Tons of notes, and I was like, "Okay, I'm curious about this. Why is he putting this monologue here? What does this monologue mean? What's this scene about?" And um, and I would just say, you know, "Hey, I'm curious about this," uh, or "I wonder what was going on with this character when this happened." And when you when you bring up open ended questions, open ended questions are like um, uh, anything that's that doesn't allow the person to say yes or no. And it really invites them to, to talk more about the subject. So a question like, um, what were you thinking? <laughs> Even though that's very, that's very straightforward and probably the most rude thing ever. What were you thinking? Uh, as you backhand them, what were you thinking? Um, I'm curious to know what your thoughts were about this. Could you tell me more? Well, okay, so could you tell me more is a yes or no response. But um, what was the impact you were trying to make from this scene? That's a good question. What motivations in this in this scene are coming across that you want to highlight? Oh, my God, that's a good question. I should have asked him that. But there are so many different ways to ask something, and if you're, if he or she, if if they're not r- really responding to the question, then this leads to the next tactic. Here is rephrasing the question in a different way. So if I'm asking, what's the impact you are trying to create from this moment? That can also be translated as, uh, what do you want the audience to, to get from this? And uh, another thing that I thought was really good to talk about the play as a whole is like, what are you trying to say? What's the thesis of your story? And then you can give your feedback by saying, like, what's your thesis of the story? And if they respond, oh, I'm, I'm trying to highlight that um, being a... Um, person who has X, Y, and Z has a hard life to live. And it's like, okay, great. Uh, this is what what I received from reading your, your piece. And then that creates the discussion. So asking questions, being brutally honest. And the third thing, this is the, the, the utmost thing, 
this is like a segue into the asking questions because you want to make sure you can ask this before you just start giving feedback, which is, are you open to feedback? Or are you open to having, to talking about how we can give, hmm, how do I want to say this? Are we open are you the playwright are you the writer open to suggestions to how to make to to answer that question or to to how the audience can see what you want to ask then they could say yes or no uh so don't just give feedback just blatantly because they might not want it but if you're able to ask questions and and you're asking really good questions chances are the playwright is going to be curious as to... Uh, because you're invested. So the, so the playwright's going to be curious to know, oh, like, do you have any suggestions? Do you have any feedback? And then you can have an, a, another discussion. So it's really nice to chunk this down into three parts, right? You want to make sure you're radically honest. You're almost like you're setting an, an agreement. Like, hey, playwright, I respect you. I uh, And, and this, that, this is also a good moment to to give the positive notes like hey playwright i like that you built these characters i like that you're telling a story that not i haven't seen before um i like that you you know find at least three to five things that you that the playwright did really well with i like these things that you did question what about these intentions here i'm curious to know about this more um how could you best describe this scene that you're that's uh, that is unfolding and then okay so it sounds like this is what you were going for now wh- when I read it or when I heard it it this these are the thoughts that were coming to me would you be open to feedback boom they would say yes or they'd say no uh, and then you're able to actually have a, a bigger discussion as to like what what needs to shift in that story so that is giving feedback. Now, we are going to talk about receiving feedback <laughs> and critique, which is really tough for me because uh, over in the past, I would be really sensitive to it. And I remember leaving the, the, um, the classroom or the, the workshop, and I feel so mad. Uh, and I'd be like, oh, nobody gets my work, or that director's so stupid. <laughs> I, or I'd be like, this teacher doesn't know what they're talking about. I'd get really judgmental. Uh, and it's really just because I, I have a sensitive ego. Now, now that I've worked on this, uh, it's definitely rule number one here, first and foremost. Uh, I did that one intentionally. That wasn't just habitual. Don't take it personal. It, it doesn't serve you at all to take it personal. You have to remember that everybody who's reading your work or watching it is going to have their own experiences. And it took me a while to understand that. In fact, my buddy Matt, shout out to Matt, he told me that um, when we watched my first play last year, Thank You for My First Suitcase, and I was like, man, I mean, I think people liked it, but I don't think that they got it the way that I wanted them to. And I think he's the one that said, you know, hey, everybody's going to have their own experiences. 
you know, they're going to go into the play. Who knows? They might not even be thinking about your play. <laughs> they might be thinking about what they're going to eat next or, you know, oh, man, I had this problem with my girl and now I ha- how am I going to fix that? So they're coming in with their own interpretations. They're coming in with their own experiences that you have, you, the playwright, the, the writer, the artist have no control over. So it's great to let that go. Number two, if you're writing for a committee or for a panel uh, like I just did, it it's for me it was very helpful to be like hey i'm i'm contracted here um you know i'm going to do my best to give them a product that they want and and then and that's it and if it works out then great and if it doesn't that's okay too because in the end i'm a i'm a different artist than they are, or or maybe you know, it's almost like um, my writing part. In, ex, my writing instructor kind of said, like it's kind of like dating. Like you just kind of want to see if it's if it works, uh, if who you're being uh, partnered up with is if this is going to be a good fit. And that's not just between you and your director, but it's also between you, your artistic director what the subject is, what's the story that needs to be told. There's a lot of elements that go into creating a piece, especially if you're being contracted to, to give them something. So make sure not to take it personal by any means when they're giving feedback. Number two. Now this is kind of tough because what I'm talking about is a little intangible here, but it's, it has to do with trust. And that's how much do you trust the person that's giving you the feedback? Now, the trust is looked upon in two different ways. There's one where it's like, oh, I trust the person because I've worked with them in the past. So they're, they're okay. Like I trust in what they say or, or I like what they do as an artist. So I trust them. Um, I trust my cousin because him and I kind of think a lot uh, of alike in terms of story and, and story theory. So his feedback it weighs, weighs more than someone who doesn't um, know anything about, about what I'm trying to do. And so, so there's, there's a, a gauge in trust. Now, having said that, I've worked with people that I would, I would trust as a person, but I wouldn't really trust their feedback. One, because maybe they didn't really um, have time to like read the work or they want to, they're imposing their own thoughts or like, again, like they have their own experiences. And so they're wanting to kind of change your, your script. Uh, And so you really want to again, like they're they're almost um, forcing that feed that feedback and change without offering like as a as a um, they didn't do it the way that I did it. Has I talked about res- how to receive feed how to give feedback? Right? They were just kind of like this. This is just an example. They were kind of saying like, "Hey, I read this. Um, this needs to be changed." you don't have enough of X, you need more Y, and Z needs to be more clear. And you're kind of like, okay, wait, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. But like, we need to have a bigger discussion about this because I'm not able to 
kind of just go off <laughs> into my room and create those for you. They need to be, I need to be, have a little bit more um, direction. So the trust really comes from that communication, the communication that you have between the person that's giving you the feedback. Is the communication upfront and honest? And can you trust it that they have your play's best interest at heart? Or is it is it just that they want to add and implement their ideas because they think it's going to make your play better when in fact they might not know really what your play is about? Hell, they might not have even read the whole thing. So when I say trust, it's like you kind of have to really gauge what what that is but it's an internal thing and it's and it's more about it. that that will build as you grow as and build your confidence as a writer but the third thing when getting feedback is really and I, this sounds silly to say but really breathe take like the biggest deep breath that you can and just allow the feedback to come and it it's not to they're it's they're not saying that you're a bad person they're not saying that you're terrible at this this is just an approach that they're giving to you i remember when i was doing martial arts man i'd get like so um critiqued almost i just i felt like i was like being picked on because of like my form wasn't right or i didn't um, I needed to like kneel deeper in that and in, into that lunge when doing the form. And, I, and then I'd come home and I'd tell my mom like, why, why are they like, they're just like grilling me. And I, I hate being, I feel like I'm being picked on. And then it happened to me once in, um, in a show, I was working as an ensemble member and we were doing these dance numbers and it was like every every move that I made, every gesture that I did was I was picked on. <laughs> and I was like, why is why am I the only one being picked on? And so I definitely and who and and, and now you want to know why I like hate or why I feel so sensitive to critique. Right. No, but I think what what that has th- those experiences have helped build in me and what I'm trying to embody more is that people will always have something to say about your work and they're always going to want to give you feedback. And it might be positive feedback. It might really help you grow as an artist. And it also might be terrible feedback. So you, you got you to gotta learn to build that trust in yourself and the trust within with that bond with that person to say like, oh, okay, well, I'll, I'll take the, their notes into consideration. And that's another thing too is like, Taking things into consideration does not necessarily mean that you are having to mold, rewrite, or redraft your script. It's just you're taking it in. And I think that's kind of why I associate the physiology aspect of it. It's like you just breathe, you relax, you breathe that in, you sleep on it, and then the next day you decide whether that was valid or or not. So these are great tactics. These are great things, the tools to help you Build your confidence when it comes to receiving feedback. And so as you go forth and continue your writing, continue creating art for the betterment of the world, and people are coming up on you and they're saying, you're not doing it right, or 
this needs to be done this way, or you need to be like this. Just uh, let's just think about what old Jono has said. Old Jono always says, what the hell? Now, that's Jack Burton from Big Trouble in Little China. Got that. I copied that. But, yep, that's those. That's the podcast for today, folks. I want to thank you all for tuning in and listening to me going on a little ramble here. Next week is going to be really exciting because next Saturday is Halloween. And I always love it when shows do like a Halloween episode around Halloween. And uh, so we're going to do one here for you all here at Kaleidoscope Radio. I'm going to bring in a special guest. I consider her an expert of horror and trickery. And she's all she's into like the shows Supernatural, Sabrina the Teenage Witch, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Uh, so it's not just horror, but it's this like young adult coming of age tales. And uh, we're going to talk about how those, what's the template, what's the formula. If, if you're one who loves those types of shows, then come on down to Kaleidoscope Radio. We're going to talk and laugh. And uh, yeah, I have so many questions for her. So this is Kaleidoscope Radio. Thank you for tuning in. I'm your host, Jonathan Hernandez, asking you, what's your story?